Hi, welcome to the first episode of the Little Bit Podcast. I'm Joni Sprague. Thank you so much for being here. This is going to be a lot of fun. We'll be talking about all sorts of things on the podcast, but we're going to leave the politics out of it. Let's just keep this as a politics-free zone, shall we? I figured for the first episode, I could talk about something that I get asked about all the time, and that would be America's Next Top Model. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff that went down, and maybe a lot of stuff you don't know. So I sat down and had a candid conversation with my friend Scott about the finale, about the show itself, and a couple little secrets along the way. I hope you enjoy the Little Bit Podcast. So you came to New York. Yes. For the finale. Okay. <clears throat> and we went to uh, Danielle. She she won. Mm-hmm. You were the runner-up. Mm-hmm. She won, and we went to her family, had a hotel suite at, like, the W. Oh, my gosh. You have an insane memory. I don't even remember this. Yes. And I remember we, we were downtown at, like, World Trade Center. I think we went to Century 21 to go shopping Oh, or my god! People were stopping you in the street going, oh, oh my god, I hope you win tonight. God. Oh, my god. Like, it was a, like, Top Model was very highly rated back then at that time yeah. yes oh my gosh I people even... everybody was everyone was watching tell like that was the thing because that was way before like bravo got really big like it was yeah you know i don't even know if there were housewives then were there maybe know. at the very beginning but maybe. but 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 that was the reality show of the moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was you mm-hmm. and everybody thought you were gonna win i know it's crazy I for two seconds I thought I, I got super scared when we were filming so I thought oh, I'm gonna win oh shoot I don't know if I want to win like I was so why wouldn't you want to win well you know what it was I remember Danielle and I got really close like we were pretty close friends back lovely then. lovely girl lovely girl yep. so sweet and honest and, and pure and beautiful mm-hmm. just everything about her is perfect she and I it moved quickly once we got down to the top maybe six yeah it was every every three days someone was gone every three mm-hmm. days every two days and then the next thing boom boom boom, boom now the finale boom yep. boom boom so by the by the end of it danielle and i were just like by ourselves and we're, we're just we didn't have anything else to talk about yeah. we would just sit in silence in the car really yeah we just were like so nervous and, yeah. and the producers were always like wanting to film all these interviews and all this stuff and i could see it in her eyes that she wanted it so much more than I did, I really? think. And I didn't want to win because I wanted her to win. Oh, I did. I really did. And I was, I was really genuinely happy for her when she won. I couldn't be disappointed. No, you way. were, you were, you really were. I really, really was happy for her. And it was fun to watch it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so funny. She's funny. She was, she was so great. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god. We had fun that night, and yeah, it was and it time. was a trip for me because mm-hmm. I hadn't hung out with you since before. Mm-hmm. Since so, theater, right? Since we did theater, was that the first time we had reconnected? Or no, I remember. no. But we like I, we had not talked during filming. You weren't talking to anybody. I couldn't say anything. Couldn't say anything. But I'm going to in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so so like you got to New York. And, you know, that's the first time I, like, saw people, like, recognizing me. I was like, I remember looking at you and being like, oh, my God, this is bizarre. It's a weird thing, isn't it? It's really weird. Really weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to live through. I mean, I've had people come up to me and, like, start crying and, like, want to tell me, like, needing advice or wanting to spill their guts to me. And I, 
I, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's not like I said, oh, I'm a therapist. It's just like, I'm on TV. And people just come up to you and just... What do they say? Just like, you know, I don't know. I just really think you're so great and I, so kind and all these things. And I think that's wonderful. That's nice. Um, but people really open up to you. And I think it's because they saw such a, such a side of me and well, the you tender were, you were side. very vulnerable. I was. And I had to talk about I had to talk about that. We're going to talk about the teeth on this podcast. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but we can. We can. Let's talk about it. We can talk about. Okay, the so teeth. let's talk about it. Okay. So I remember watching it. Okay. And I remember the first round, <laughs> the first round of teeth. Mm-hmm. How many different times did you go back for them to do more work? To do more work and fix them. Okay, so let me let me show you how sneaky the people the tv show was to get me like to not lead on that they were going to do this okay so weeks before like when like 12 10 of us were still in the house okay they came to the house and they said well just in case you make it far enough in the show and you'll be flying overseas we need to take pictures of your fillings to make sure they're not loose and they don't fall out in the plane and i'm like i'm a i'm not joking What, what that's the most bizarre but I'm like, I don't know. Whose I'm like, fillings are falling out on a plane? Right? That's literally what they said. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, sure. Somebody thought of that on the fly. Right? And then they were like, let me t- smile. And they were taking pictures of everybody's teeth. And I thought, oh, this must be a normal thing. That's and, weird. And I'm in the bathroom. I'm in case like, the plane crashes, we need your dental records. Right? Something like that. So I'm oh like, okay. God. So they're, they're like, open your mouth. Go like this. Show me your teeth. Da, 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 da. And I think at this point, now looking back, they were trying to get a handle on, like, what kind of craziness was up in my mouth. Uh-huh. So they were kind of ready for me, right? Or knowing Were they th- were they photographing everyone else's teeth as a ruse? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So that so that you didn't... So that... Okay. Danielle and I, they wanted to kind of see what was going on in our mouths, right? Because she had, like, a, a gap, a real big oh, gap. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they closed it a little bit. That's right. right. They wanted to close it all the way. but I, I liked her gap. They kept a little bit of the gap. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad they didn't close it all the way because it would have made her front teeth look huge. It would have made them look fat. Yeah, and, it, you know, I like that it gave it gave her... And now that... Um, and now... Oh. Models have gaps all day. Oh, my gosh. The bigger the gap... The better. The better. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Lauren Hutton. I mean, we can go on. Well, I mean, but nowadays, I feel like all the big British models mm-hmm. have these big gaps these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, yeah. but anyway, yeah, so... so they... they A couple episodes go, go by, a couple eliminations, and then we're doing this photo shoot where we had... I was a ventriloquist doll. I remember and that. Everybody was dolls. and they. You were so good at that. Thanks. That was really fun. And they, I remember Jay kind of, Mr. Jay kind of saying, Joni, uh, be more like smiley. Like, give me a smile. Give me a weird look. Like, give me kind of like a, uh, you know, like a more of an open kind of mouth. And yeah. I and I didn't want to smile. I was so good at hiding my teeth mm-hmm. and so good at You got used it. to it over time. Oh, I, I talked with a completely crooked mouth. I would like hide my teeth to the side. I remember. My, I remember. Not, you remember that? Yep. So anyways, uh, he tried and I was like, no, it's not going to happen. I see what you're trying to do here. And then at the end of that episode, after we had done our photo shoot, he said, you know, I'm going to surprise you guys. And Joni, you know, we're going to fix your teeth. Like whatever. We're going to do this whole thing for uh-huh. you. I can't remember the exact words now of what he said, but I remember being so overwhelmed. I have never felt that way in my life. Were you happy? Absolutely. Because, I mean, I come from a really poor family. Um, very poor. We 
we didn't have very much at all growing up and uh, let alone the money to get braces. That was kind of a thing that, that was way on the back burner. Um, you know, it was eating first, paying the bills, that sort of thing. And then, you know, I might get to the dentist once or twice and get like a filling during my whole childhood. Right. Wow. So to get braces was not going to happen. So hmm. I had super crooked teeth. Anyways, they took me to the dentist and this was like the craziest part. They were, you know, they're going to get down to it. He says, you know, we're going to do a lot of work tonight. We got to get you to a certain place. And mm -hmm. I think I want everybody to understand it was not finished that day. No, it was very what they sent me home with for the rest of the season of filming was completely different than what I have in my mouth right now. Yes. You had to go back. How many times did you have to go back? I had to go back at least three times and they flew me to L.A. from Pittsburgh. Right. To get more and more work done. I remember that, and I, I, I remember watching those episodes and just cringing and thinking mm -hmm. it had to be so painful. Was oh, it painful? No. They numbed me up so well and gave me so much laughing gas that, I mean, it was like a little bit of a snap, and it, the teeth would come out. Okay. But the, and afterwards, it, it didn't ache? Oh, I mean, it So let, let's, let's talk about, you got a whole new mouth of teeth. Right. So from... It was dramatic. Yeah, it's like one, two... They pulled out four teeth. They put in three... Three bridges, which means I have, like, empty spots. Mm -hmm. They didn't do implants. So I've got three bridges. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so... Is that... Do you, are you glad you didn't get implants? No, I... I eventually, one day, I'm going to have gonna do implants. You're going to do them? Gotcha. Uh, and then they did all the front teeth on the top and all the front teeth on the bottom with crowns. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, so they're not veneers, they're crowns, which means it's the whole tooth. And um, that process is very painful because they have to take this, like... It looks like a really thick string like a like a woven kind of string they dip it in this like kind of bitter i think it's maybe an anti like a coagulant that makes you not bleed and they shove it up into your gums in between oh, your teeth and your gums God. i don't know why they do that but then you have to bite on this gel and create these molds i mean that process hurts so bad and then how they, many hours were you there the first time i think i was there for 12 hours what mm -hmm. no yeah I was there from How like, did you do that? Like one in the afternoon until like three thirty in the morning. Shut up. Yeah, couldn't eat. <gasps> yeah. Was in so much pain and I'm, your jaws must have been killing you yeah, for my jaws, from keeping did they My teeth my lips were like huge and oh dry. Oh my god. They would kept putting like uh, lip balm on my lips so that it would be dry. And then oh. after a while, after metabolizing that much Novocaine, I got completely shaky, like I had had like like 10 cups of coffee. And then when I went home that night, there was no way they could have gotten me to the, the middle ground. Was it? I had to go home with like big fake George Washington chiclets. I, I remember that. And I think everyone was like, oh gosh. Like, holy crap. Is that what you're going to be Is that what you're going to be stuck with? Yeah. Was there any point hearing about this? Mm hmm that a, another dentist watching this could have been hearing this story mm -hmm. could have thought, God, it, this is kind of unethical that mm -hmm. they were willing to, to yeah. squeeze all this into such a short amount of time. Right. Well, they got me to a good place in uh -huh. two days. Uh -huh. In two days I had, there was like a couple down days. They gave us like a little extra time before uh -huh. going on to the next thing. And they had this like one piece kind of cute, pretty thing put in my mouth. 
and I had to go through the rest of the season like that. Yeah. So I'm at the end of the like season. Like a grill. Yeah, do exactly yeah, like a grill. a grill. Perfect. And at the end of the season, we had to do the, the CoverGirl commercial. Yeah. And I had to read from a script. Okay, and your CoverGirl commercial was the best. Thank you. And I said, you know, something, lash mascara, blah, 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 mascara. And I had this, the teeth were so thick. It was like a baby carrot thickness. Yeah, I remember. And it was just so awkward. I had to like talk bigger and talk around it. So Vincent and I were just like, oh God, I know. what are we going to do? It's just so crazy. Just like things like that, that no one really understands like how much goes into it and how, how crazy that was. Right. Danielle went on to actually do some cover girl commercials. Oh my she? gosh. She has done so much modeling. Yeah. She still does fashion weeks. She still does, does so she? much. She has her own hat company out now called Monroe. Oh. It's beautiful, like, kind of, like, um, We should try Spanish. and get Dan- uh, Danielle to call in one week. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so cool. I'm sure she would. That'd be amazing. Um, I'll speak for her. <laughs> Danielle, we'd love to have you on. Call in. Call in from wherever you are across the globe. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the teeth. That's the crazy part. Uh, what else do you want to know? So there was one girl who was like the villain. Jade. Jade. Ooh. Let me tell you a little bit about Jade. So back in those days, online forums were huge. We like chat rooms? Were, exactly. So we would watch an episode on TV. And like, what year was this? 2006. So, okay. So we would so fourteen years ago, right? This is really before Facebook and social media and Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. There wasn't right? was there Facebook? There wasn't the, Facebook. I think it just started in two thousand six, but no one was on it yet. Okay, so it was MySpace, MySpace, right? So I met this guy on MySpace, and I can't remember his name now, but he became like a little online friend of mine, and we literally had a theory that Jade was a planted actor. Oh, because we thought there's no way this person is real. Was she being produced? That way? No, she's literally that. She was that way. She huh. was the, She was crazy. Did she go in there knowing that she was going to play that role and be that? You know, because I mean, honestly, that if you watch any Housewives, yeah, you can kind of tell. Like, for instance, you're watching a Housewife, and all of a sudden, um, one Housewife randomly will just decide to be offended about something stupid. Oh yeah, and you're like, okay, she's yeah. being produced. Well, there's a little bit of that, but you, I mean, I think those shows they know that that's what they're looking for, right? So we were so innocent. I mean, innocent, and that was before reality. Sh- that was really one of the first big reality shows, right. wasn't it? Right, it was. Like, there was Big Brother. Mm-hmm. There was Top Model. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. were the big reality they shows were the of the big time. Shows, yeah, you know, back when the real world, real world was still and real TV. world, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was like, I mean, they produced us as much as they could, but we kind of got keen to that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, you know, I know they want us to kind of bicker right now. I know they kind of want us to. How talk. did you know that? Because we would sit there and we'd have to wear the same outfit every single time we were interviewed. So they could like right. cut and paste, right? Whenever they wanted. And they the confessionals. Would, exactly. They would say, um, you do know that she said this about you? What do you think about that? <gasps> okay. And you would be like, so they were stirring. The I pot. can't believe her. And then obviously they could take that and put it wherever they wanted. Yeah. You know, that's that's TV. Splice it. Yeah. Right. So for anyone who 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 doesn't know, I mean, they producers will step in when they're asking questions of like a housewife or whoever. Mm-hmm. They will they will say things to stir the pot. Yeah, they'll lead you. They will lead you, and they will um, uh, they will induce mm-hmm. a. a 
uh, drama. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. They will induce conflict. But I'll tell you what, on my season, they didn't have to do that because I'm telling you right now, these girls were all real. Uh-huh. You and Jade, Jade was, Jade, she really was the one who um, added that that drama. And, and you kind of love to hate her. Oh, it's amazing. You love to hate her. Yeah. So are you comfortable talking about Tyra? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so talk to me about... Um, Everybody wants to know. That's the number one question I get asked. What's Tyra like? What's well, I mean, Tyra you like? and I have had our private conversations about what yeah. that was like. So what do you feel comfortable sharing about the dynamic between Tyra and, and yourself? Yeah, I really think that, you know, she is she keeps she keeps herself at a distance a lot of times. Right, which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know, we she can't be all, all of our best friends you no. know she remains quite professional mm-hmm. but also it was a little disappointing because you know when you come onto the show you love her so yeah. much you want to hug her and you be her friend her. you idolize her yeah. and you never got to get close okay ever well she kind of made it look like though that she was mothering you to some yeah. extent but i mean that... she kind of was she'd check in from time to time but we never got to hug her or did like... she ever check in when it she wasn't on camera uh, only once. Okay. Once that I remember, I mean, it was years ago, but once when I, after I lost, I was backstage and I was kind of, you know, it's a little emotional. It was like yeah. coming all to a, a head and I was just like, oh man, you know, it's over. And she came back, but she was with other people or EP and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she was like, Joni, you did a great job. You did, you know, I'm so proud of you. And like, it was all off camera and it was so real That's and nice. so awesome. And she has called me a couple times, like right after the show. And she'd be like, Hey, I just want to call you and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. from, a, from a blocked number. I could, I just, well, like, yeah. Yeah. It didn't say Tyra right, Banks right. on your phone when it called. But she's the one that got me to come here to LA. Okay. So she called me and she said, there's an agency in LA. They want you. So, so Tyra set you up with an agent. Yeah. Were you with Ford? At the, at the beginning? Nope, I was with a, uh, one called New, N-O-U-S. Were you ever with Ford? No. I thought you were for some. Danielle, I think, went to Danielle Ford. Danielle went to Ford, okay. Yeah, and so I was with New in Beverly Hills. I mean, I've been with a dozen agencies. I think yeah. we bounce around, you know. But there was there was a point, though, when you were on the Tyra show. Mm-hmm. She had you guys on. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of uncomfortable moments there. Yeah, I feel like uh, that show was very overproduced. Um, you mean the Tyra show? Yeah, the Tyra that show. That episode. Yeah, they it really hurt my feelings. There was an episode where they were giving out awards for things, and they gave me the award for the ugliest cry. And I just thought that was a real low blow. Uh-huh. So that was kind of disappointing. That is. And they tried to make Jade and I fight when we were actually, we had become friends. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just, just you know... That's just, a little disappointing. I know. That it, she would allow that, right? It just goes on. You know, TV's yeah. TV. What can you do? Yep. And that's what... And honestly, I hate to say it, but that conflict is what has made, again, the Housewives such a... And all of Bravo. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so People good. love to watch conflict. And yeah. it's so funny because... When you hear people talk about it, you know, there's something so relaxing about watching people fight on television. <laughs> really? It makes I, me uncomfortable. No, you know, I, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I just, you know, I mean, look at all, look, look at Jerry Springer. Look at all of these episodes where you just see people right. fighting. Mm. That, I think there's a catharsis to it. Mm. I think that that it's almost like I don't get to 
scream and yell at my boss or my coworker or my husband or my wife. Mm-hmm. But I can like I can get it's cathartic for me to watch other people. Interesting. So it's almost like you're living vica- you're living that conflict vicariously, living it out. Right. What was your favorite photo shoot? No. Because <laughs> I think everybody's was Thailand. The elephant. The elephant. <laughs> um, what What would be the most surprising uh, thing about your experience there for people to know that people wouldn't like? What What would be people surprised to hear about uh, hmm. how it's produced or or hmm. what have you? Okay. Well, something maybe you didn't know. There was absolutely no talking amongst ourselves whatsoever unless the cameras were rolling. Did you have private rooms? We had private rooms, and there would be times when we we were mic'd constantly. So there was Like you'd go to sleep? Yes. Some audio guy was listening at all times, or there was a microphone in the room listening at all times. Even when you went to sleep? Yeah, what, uh, our microphones came off at night. Oh, they did? Yeah. And, and the, you could use the ladies' room without a microphone. Yes, kind of. I'm just going to end things right there. This topic could go on and on, so if you want to hear anything else about America's Next Top Model or you have any questions for a future episode, go to the website, www.thelittlebitpodcast.com, go to the comment section, and let me know your thoughts. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Become a supporter of The Little Bit Podcast at patreon.com slash thelittlebitpodcast. This podcast was recorded in Orange County, California. It was produced by me, Joni Sprague, and the music you're hearing today is from Sleep North America. Download it now on SoundCloud.